everyone, it's DJ. Today we're going to answer a YouTube comment. It's a rather interesting and you could even say loaded question. So let's dive right in. Today we have a comment from YouTube member Andrew Nance who says, and I've, I've cleaned it up a little bit because I think he might have had a, a misspelling or two, so no offense there. Uh, he says, is there a difference between CRSC and retirement pay and unemployment disability at 70%, I think he meant something else there, for combat-related total and permanent disability? I think he got some things mixed around there, but my gosh, Andrew Nance, I think you hit every high, you know, high stress, you know, high politically charged buzzword you could there. So that that's a big one. So every possible type of income you could possibly think of seems to be built into that question. Of course, of course, this is a good question. So there, there is a lot of confusion over all these different types of monies that could be coming to people from various sources. So let's try to break this down into a simple to understand version of what comes from where and, and why it comes from where. So, just so everyone can understand it. So let's let's start off with the stuff that's not military at all. And this might blow some people's minds because some people think of it as military, but it's not. Let's go to the Veterans Administration. They are not military. They are a completely separate organization entirely. They are not Department of Defense. They are their own secretary-level organization in the federal government. They are their own thing. As I so often like to say, they are a horse of a different color. So, let's put them off to the side and talk about them for now. They have their own type of, or several different types of compensation that they pay to to service members. The first one, the most commonly known one, is disability compensation. And that is the one that I will discuss first. This is generally for different types of disabilities that result in considerable loss of working time due to service-related injuries or illnesses that might cause loss of work time or, or whatever, loss of work time or inability to work. And this is supposed to make up for some of that. This is normally graded on a, or not normally, is graded on a scale in 10% increments. And there are different levels of, of I don't want to use the word pay, of compensation based on those increments. And there are several different types of compensation based on your family status. So if you are just 
yourself as a service member, there's one level of pay, but if you are a service member with a spouse, there's another level. If you're a service member with one child, there's another. And you know, all sorts of permutations for that. You can look at the VA website to see all the different variables for that. So I won't go into all of that for now. Now, another thing that Andrew mentioned here is total and permanent disability. And that's a term used by the Veterans Administration to denote several, to denote eligibility for several types of benefits. It's not one, well, it is one overarching thing, but it's used to denote eligibility for several types of benefits. In this case, I'm going to, I'm going to stick only to eligibility for the, the pension benefit. So for now, let's just talk about that. That's, that would be the 100% level disability pension, the disability compensation which can be anywhere from 2900 to 36 3700 based on your family status. It just depends. All right. It also affects several things like survivor benefits. In this case, it's called dependency and indemnity compensation. It affects educational benefits and several other things. So, as far as VA benefits are concerned, total and permanent disability has significant impact on VA benefits. And if you are rated as such, normally with a 100% disability rating, then it does have a significant impact on your disability correction on your rating, on your disability keep using that word, on your benefit level. So it is quite important. But let's not get that confused with some of the other things in the question. Let's back up now. Let's go to the military side of things. So I am now going to switch to, oh, no, 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 there is one other thing. There is one other thing on the VA side. I almost skipped this, but fortunately, that's why I have notes. There's one other thing on the VA side called individual unemployability. And this is a provision in VA law, VA regulations, that allow it to pay service members disability compensation at the 100% rate, excuse me, even if that service member does not have a 100% disability rating, if the service member meets certain conditions, that, and those conditions would be the service member has at least a 60% disability rating from one condition or has two or more disabilities with at least one at 
and a combined disability rating of 70% or more, or, or correction, and is unable to maintain gainful employment as a result of these disabilities. And according to the VA, gainful employment, or in this case what's called marginal employment, would be anything that's not suitable for the skill level of the service member. So marginal employment, such as odd jobs, and I'm quoting from my notes here, is not considered substantial gainful employment for VA purposes. So if you meet those conditions, then you are considered individually unemployable and can be paid at the 100% disabled rate by VA regulation. So I think those are the pieces that Andrew meant with some some parts of his question, but it was all mixed together. And so now let's dive into the other side of things and I'll either make it simple or much harder to understand. So once we define the terms, then we can start talking about what they are and what they do together. So. Now let's go to the other side. In fact, let's go back to his question and see what he's saying. Is there a difference between all these types of pay? Okay, so that's what he's wanting to know. So, all right, first we have to know what they are. So we've talked about the VA side. Now let's talk about the primary types of military pay that you get on the retirement side. Of course, we know about military retired pay. <clears throat> that one's pretty obvious, so we don't need to go into that. Now let's discuss CRDP, that's Concurrent Retirement and Disability Pay. There is a provision in federal law that says or used to say that you could not receive military retirement and VA compensation at the same time. That So if you did, then you would have your military retirement offset by whatever amount of VA compensation you received. Well, in 2004, that law was changed, and gradually the law was phased in so that if you had a length of service retirement and at least a 50% VA rating, then you could have all of your military retirement and all of your VA compensation. Now, notice I said length of service retirement. That means a 20-year or more military retirement, not a medical disability retirement or anything of that sort. So you people who were medically discharged, medically retired, you do not qualify for CRDP. 
TERRA, the Temporary Early Retirement Authority, that is a length of service retirement option. That was a special dispensation, so that's that's different. All right, so now let's go to the other type of compensation here, Combat-Related Special Compensation, CRSC. This is a program that was also created to make up for some of the offset dealing with VA compensation and military pay, military retirement. And it could affect military retirement, be it length of service or medical retirement. So this could go both ways. In this case, it dealt specifically with people whose military retirement was being offset by VA compensation who had combat-related injuries or injuries sustained while training for combat-related duty or hazardous duty. So the qualifications for that were to receive retirement pay, to have at least a 10% VA rating, and to have, like I said, combat-related or combat-like duties, like hazardous duty, paratrooper, or training for combat operations, you know, there's a whole list and to file an application with your branch of service. There's a whole list, and I've covered that in other videos, as well as how the pay is calculated. So I won't go through those again. All right. So we've given a quick definition to what they are and what they do. Now the question is, is that is whether there's a difference to them. And I think we can already see just from the quick rundown, there is quite a difference to all of these. They all have their own purpose. Combat-related special compensation is designed to make up for combat-related injuries. You know, it's designed to help retirees who have combat-related injuries. Concurrent retirement and disability pay is designed to compensate those who have length of service retirements and have substantial VA disability ratings. Individual unemployment is designed to pay those who have significant VA or who have significant disability ratings through the VA and are unable to maintain suitable employment. Total and complete disability is a term used by the VA to denote also significant disability of another nature and to define people with significant issues who also are eligible for a broader range of benefits, not only through the VA, but through other federal agencies as well. 
then disability compensation, as far as its general term, is the term used for basic compensation from the VA as we all understand it. So, yeah, there is a difference between all of these. It's not just one thing with a bunch of different names. So, if that doesn't answer your question, Andrew, then please post in the comments for this episode maybe a rephrased version of your question. And if it did answer it, then also please let me know. Otherwise, this is uh, just a definitions episode. But hopefully that's useful for people as well. So really, that was it for today's episode. I hope that it was useful for folks out there. It actually was beneficial for me because I had never looked into the total and permanent disability definition myself, so I got to read up on that. So kudos there, Andrew. You made me do some research, so thank you there. I got to learn a little bit on my own. We all benefited. All right, so for those of you who found this useful, then please come over here and subscribe to the channel. I got it right for a change. Maybe I'm actually learning something. And for those of you who didn't find it useful, then, uh, well, please also subscribe. Maybe you can teach me something in the future, too. All right. I also ask that anyone who has not done so in the future, or in the future, in the past, then please drop comments, send me your questions and concerns via email, because anything you say now could lead to future episodes Later, I'm always looking for ideas for future episodes. Well, can't think of all of them myself, after all. I, there is only one head on my shoulders, although I have been trying to grow a second one, but that might look kind of weird. You know, other humans might be grossed out. All right, so enough of my you know, grotesque humor. All right, so thank you for joining me this week. I do appreciate everyone being out there in the audience. I'm going to do other things for the rest of the day. So, again, thank you for being out there. And, of course, thank you for your service. I'll see you next week.